0: Business, government, religion, family issues, and more. Find it all right here. This is your radio station, Lake of the Ozarks, 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri. The Key.
1: I'm Stacy Johnson. And this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Wednesday, November 10th. Take a deeper dive at lakeexpo.com. The Camden school board discussed leaving the Missouri School Board Association at Monday's meeting and was met with spirited debate. Members of the community came out to support both sides of the argument around MSBA. The board suggested looking into possibly enrolling in the Missouri Association of Rural Education instead of MSBA although in the end no motion was made by the board to stay or leave. The ATF raided a local gun store on Tuesday, citing an alleged violation of federal gun law. Skelton Tactical in Osage Beach was raided for allegedly selling a firearm without a background check. Ike Skelton, the owner of the gun shop, said guns were confiscated in the raid, although no arrests were made. He argues the gun sale at issue was an antique gun made in the 1800s. Skelton says he plans on being open today, selling ammunition. Scott Rydell has announced his intent to run for election to the Missouri State Senate. Rydell will be on the Republican ballot in the August 2022 primary election, facing incumbent State Senator Justin Brown. Rydell served 31 years in the U.S. Army, completing two combat tours in Iraq. He is highly decorated and retired as a lieutenant colonel. If Rydell wins, this will be his first term in the Missouri State Senate. For more on these stories, head to lakeexpo.com, download our free app from the App Store, and Google Play to get more Lake of the Ozarks news. Lakeexpo.com, the lake's trusted news source.
0: Portions of the programming on key radio are made possible through a generous donation from lakeexpo.com. LakeExpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X Toe. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source.
2: Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Wednesday. St. Louis Blues come up with a nice win in Winnipeg last night, beating the Jets in a shootout 3-2. to two. The Blues closing out a winning road trip with a 2-1-1 one, one mark, and uh, they will be coming back home to play Nashville on Thursday. Goalie Jordan Bennington, the big star of the night last night. College basketball is off and running. Season openers last night. Mizzou Tigers beat Central Michigan 7 to get the season started. Mizzou led by 16 at halftime. Tigers will be home against Kansas City on Monday. Not as good news for the MSU Bears. They lose at home to Southeast Missouri State, 99-94. The Bears looking to bounce back at home against Alabama State on Saturday college football's playoff rankings out for the second week now. Georgia still at number one after they annihilated Missouri last weekend. Uh, it's Georgia followed by Alabama, Oregon, and Ohio State. The Buckeyes moving up into the top four. Michigan State dropping out after they lost to Purdue. As for the Chiefs, they get ready for a Sunday night game against the Raiders this coming week. The Raiders a half game in front of the Chiefs for first place in the division. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers Roger says there's just a little bitty chance that he will not play in the Packers game against Seattle this week. He's on COVID protocol. The Packers' seven-game win streak ended against the Chiefs last week with rookie Jordan Love getting the start in place of Rodgers for the Packers. High school football season came to an end last Friday for Camdenton and Eldon, and uh, this is the last week for Lake TV's High School Football Coaches Show. So you can hear Camdenton Lakers coach Jeff Shore for the last time this season, this week, talking about the season that... It was what they're going to do in the offseason and even looking ahead a little bit to next year. You can see that on Lake TV at 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 6 p.m., Through Friday. And don't look now, but high school basketball is just around the corner. Eldon's first game is Monday, November 22nd against Lynn. Osage will play Tuesday, November 23rd at Cole Camp. Versailles, Tuesday, November 23rd, home against Eugene. And the Camdenton Lakers' first game, Tuesday, November 30th, against Aurora. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Late TV Sports Update for this Wednesday.
0: Provoking radio that offers you the opportunity to become engaged in the process. 89.3, The Key. And good morning, 806. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, join us. Thanks for tuning in. We're at 59 degrees and we're almost at the afternoon high, which I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, right around 70. 69 is what they're calling for at this particular point. 69 for the high today, a low tonight of around 46 again. Uh, we had a slight chance of maybe a shower last night. There is a stray shower or thunderstorm possible in the forecast today, and maybe some rain in the forecast for us tonight. Not a whole lot to worry about there. Uh, 57 for the high tomorrow, and plenty of sunshine. And then on Friday, cloudy, 47 for the high. Partly cloudy on Saturday, 46 for the high. And then 49 to round out the weekend on Sunday with a mostly cloudy sky. We'll get back into the uh, mid-60s next week. So <laughs> this little blast of lovely fall weather isn't quite done with us as we get. And that's good news because I still have a lot to do around the house, getting things uh, ready for those wonderful winter months we can all look forward to here at the beautiful Lake of the Ozarks. Great to have you with us. Of course, uh, you know, Ike Skelton is going to be our guest in studio with us today. We've got Matt Burns joining us, also a member of the BS Nation. Bill Mundhausen, how in the world are you this morning, sir?
3: I am fine, looking forward to what we're talking about today. Yes, um, as
0: most people know, um, Skelton Tactical was raided by the ATF yesterday, and uh, I guess it came as a bit of a surprise to our guest ike skelton yeah we uh, and, and let me ask you ike were you there when this all went down or did you uh i,
4: I was sitting right behind my counter
0: yeah sure was and so they what busted down the door or no
5: in?
4: they no we already had the door open i was um i got there a little early like i do try to get things ready for the day and uh um, a local friend came in and just started to uh, chat with us a little bit to visit, as he does uh, from time to time. Uh, uh, Skeleton Tactical isn't just a, uh, a, a gun shop. It's also kind of a little, uh, you know, a little community place where people come to hang out. Kind of like and a barbershop. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah, all we need is a spittoon. But anyhow, uh, <laughs> so, so um, we're hanging out there, and we're talking a little bit. And then uh, I see an individual outside the window in uh, riot gear, and then I see another one. And I'm wondering, what in the world is going on here? And then my brother starts to walk in as well. They came in first. Um, they tried to get into his area, which we have a gate there. If anybody's been in there, there's a gate. You can't get into uh, my brother's uh, shop, Skeleton Tactical, without first coming through our shop. But there's a gate there. And um, they came in, I don't know, seven, eight deep at least. Uh, full automatic weapons, M4s, uh, they're, they're pretty recognizable. And uh, riot gear, and um, Jim came in as well, and and they started uh, just telling us not to move. Um, why they're there? They're serving a search warrant, and uh, that we just need to stay calm and relax. And I, I was getting a little upset because um, of everything that was going on. I said, "Well, I got to record this. This is crazy. How how they're coming in here like this? We're not a threat to anybody or anything." And uh, so I grabbed my phone and started to record it, and one of the agents grabbed my phone and said, you are not recording this, and uh, he slammed it down on the counter, was very aggressive with me, as it were, and uh, he automatically changed the, uh, what was going on right there, and he started asking me about weapons behind my counter. I, said, I don't have any weapons behind my counter. I've got my personal sidearm, yeah. and uh, he said, you're armed? And I said, well, of course I am. You are, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and... Uh, Makes sense. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, so he said, well, we need you to stand up and, uh, come over here for our safety. Uh, we need to take your firearm and, uh, support you know, and I, you know, I, I went into it with him because I'll tell you what folks, look <clears> at, <throat> there's a time and a place that we have to start standing up against all of this stuff. And if it happens to be just then right there, um, I did my best at least verbally. I know <laughs> wasn't going to go anywhere, but by golly, I was going to exercise my first amendment right to let them know how I thought about things. And, um, they did, they, uh, disarmed me. Um, they uh, frisked me to see if I had anything else on me, uh, and then they uh, told me uh, and my uh, apprentice that we had to leave the building. That we could not be in there while they were searching uh, the building. And of course, this is when I really started getting a little bit crazy because I had work to do. I had uh, promised some folks that they would have their keys back early this that morning, and uh, I was now unable to do my work. And so, as far as I'm concerned, they were restricting me of my uh, enterprise. And um, the search warrant, and I've never seen it. My brother's got a copy, I think, now. He did not at first. Uh, they barely let you look at it from the beginning. They'll show you the front page. At a, they won't let you touch it. Mm. So um, I didn't see any of it. But they, you know, these people have to be right. And and my side of the building, because I started asking them about this, and they started not literally scratching their heads, but you could see the, 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 the clocks turning inside their heads, you know, uh, the wheels turning, because my side of the of the building is actually Suite c and jim's is Suite a so i started asking about that and i have nothing to do with skeleton tactical i'm not a part owner i'm not i don't work over there i don't do anything it's just my brother we happen to be in the same building uh jim owns the building i pay him rent for my portion of the building and um so they said, well, we're going to, have to, uh, we're going to have to be coming in and out this front door all day long because we're going to be here several hours, and uh, we're just not going to be able to let you go inside. I'm like, what in the world are you talking about? And we're going to search your side of the building as well. I said, no, you should not be able to search my side of the building. That's not on the warrant. I have nothing to do with them. Well... Time went on, and they kind of, you know, this is another tactic I see, and, and I'm a little familiar with it, I suppose. Once, once an issue is raised up, they'll step back for a couple of minutes, and they will then uh, reorganize, try to figure out how they're going to go against your, um, you know, m- my, uh, my, 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 uh, uh, being upset about it. And my, sorry, word here, I guess
0: what we're we're talking about here is if they see that there's going to be any kind of. Uh, uh, maybe uh, resistance. Yeah, there you go. Th- then they're going to start trying to figure out a way to work around that, it. That
4: and that's exactly what they did. There, that is exactly what they did. So uh, thank you, KB, for that. I appreciate it. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're welcome. Tied there. I can understand but, uh, where you might be a little frazzled. There's a lot of things went on, man, yesterday, and, and you know you're so frustrated that your ha- but your hands are tied. You know what am I going to do? They came in that deep with all these weapons, and um, you know I just uh, it, it was very intimidating. That's exactly what they intended to do um and then they proceeded to search my side of the building well several days before that uh, i had brought some long guns of mine into my shop because i wanted to put them in a safe uh in my brother's shop that it belongs to me and uh i had them sitting back there and you know i came in early and it's busy and i didn't get them in that safe yet you know they were still in that room i said well there are some long guns back in that back room they all belong to me they're, they're absolutely my property well then they then took that those weapons and put them into jim's shop and mm-hmm. laid them down on the concrete floor i have some pretty decent weapons that don't need to be on a concrete floor anyhow they didn't care about that uh so they laid them down and they said well we're going to keep them over here so that we can keep an eye on things for our safety and i'm thinking to myself well uh, i'm not armed where does my safety come into, into play so uh, anyhow. Uh, They did that, and then they walled things off, and uh, they wanted me to move a uh, a blue truck that I had sitting there at the end of the building. Now, here's the thing, folks. They had probably 20 people there, at least. They had a truck with a trailer on it that said something about national ballistics testing, whatever it was, and uh, they backed that down. They set up a tent. They had a small U-Haul, because they already knew they were going to steal all of his property. And uh, they had all of these, all of this stuff going on. They closed that iron gate again and uh, sealed it with a zip tie uh, that walled off my brother's business and mine. And uh, they did then allow me because I moved that blue blue truck, uh, they then allowed me to go ahead and go to work. Let me ask you a question. when you' when you're dealing with these
0: guys, is there, is, there, is there any give and take? I mean, so maybe you do something that they like you to do and you know th- then do they give you any kind of a uh you know a break or maybe a little wiggle room with stuff or is it uh, pretty much business as usual if
4: you want to call it that maybe because uh if i was not willing to move that blue truck and they said this exactly uh well well then we're going to have to come through this front door and you're going to be closed down all day oh yeah, Very so nice. So, you know, it's kind of like uh, do what we tell you to do or um, you know, do what they it tell you to do. Can I ask you what
0: was the need to move the blue truck? Why was they, it wanted to,
4: they wanted to be able to park their uh, vehicles down that oh. way and, and, and back down in there because uh, they wanted to do their work down there and it, it made it easier for them, I suppose, to some extent. Right. Um, it was also done then out of the public eye. If they would have pulled all the way up and done everything right in front of the shop, everybody going by would have seen exactly what was going on. Mm-hmm. So I suppose to some extent uh, by letting them them do that i facilitated you know the way they things they wanted to do things but i had to work guys i i, I couldn't not open the shop and get done what i needed to get done that day right. and and if i wouldn't have moved my vehicle and, and complied uh i wouldn't have been working all day long so uh that's the first thing And i'm still wondering you know what in the world is even going on here because i mean my brother is uh um he, he's he's not a lawbreaker he, he's not going to go against the law and uh um Some of those things are very gray. There's a lot of ambiguity there, and uh, you know, I still wondered what was going on. And toward the end of the day, I kind of got a little bit of information of of why they were there and how they got there and what came about it.
0: And so, what was that information that they were able to give
4: you? So they didn't give me nothing. Uh, It was my brother. I finally got a chance to talk to him for a few minutes. They took him out to a vehicle immediately and started interrogating him and telling him what was going on. And uh, so, and and it's in the news. Uh, It's in the reports. Uh, Jim talked about it um so here's what happened and and i i was an eyewitness to everything there that went on otherwise now this little part that i'm about to tell you is from my brother uh, i wasn't a part of that uh, but i have no reason to not believe him he's never lied to me before so and i have known him all my life <laughs> he's your brother <laughs> he's That's my right. brother so right um so anyhow um so a female and a male came into skeleton tactical and uh the male um, was looking at several weapons. They were both looking around. And the male grabbed a uh, Craig Jorgensen, I think it is, uh, 3040. Um, it was pre-1898, I believe. Uh, it's a black powder weapon. And there's no, uh, there's no paperwork required for that. So the man bought that weapon. And then they s- continued to look around. And they, found about, uh, they found several weapons that they wanted to purchase, handguns, long guns. Now, both of these folks are ATF agents. All right? They're both ATF agents. We didn't know that. Yeah, didn't know that. Undercover, just playing, playing their game. And um, Jim said, "Okay, well, we got paperwork to fill out here. Here's the forms." And uh, and the female started filling out all this paperwork. And uh, you have to fill several of them out because there were several pistols and several long guns. You have to. Uh, I don't even know all the rules. I don't deal with it. But he started filling out. She started filling out the paperwork. And there's a question: If any of y'all ever bought a firearm, I believe the very first question on that form is, "Are you the person purchasing this firearm for your use?" Well, she answered yes on every one of those. So when Jim looks at the paperwork, okay, she's the purchaser. She's buying it. Now, I don't know how many folks have gone into any kind of a place of business as a couple, but a lot of times you'll go into a, uh, I don't care where you go, uh, your wife might uh, or your significant other might pick out something and put it on the counter, and then somebody else pulls the money out out of their pocket and gives it to the merchant. You know, this, is, this happens every day. Well, this is exactly what happened that day. She filled out the paperwork. She said she was the buyer of the firearms. And then the man gave the money to my brother. Okay. And that is where they say he broke the law. Because he, that man was allegedly the purchaser, and he didn't fill out the paperwork.
0: If he would have handed it to her and she would have handed it to him, would that have changed things? Well, of
4: with course. The, yeah. uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Exactly right. So now, so here here is a little, just a little wiggle in that in that rule or that thought process if she answers on the form that she's the purchaser well, am i supposed to question her are you really the one buying these are you sure you don't have to do any of that stuff and you know here's another complaint jim has had a uh, uh, tried to um, figure things out as he goes along and he's tried to call the atf uh, to get some information they do not answer the phone they do not return question do not, they don't return phone calls messages you cannot talk to a human being you'd think they're google um because you just can't talk to a human being and they won't respond back so then what are you supposed to do uh so he did the best that he could do um they don't give you any training on how to do any of these things and and there's a more fundamental question that i want to get to maybe at the end of all of this because there's some things i want to address from what people have said on social media and some other things but uh um so that that is how they did in my opinion um that was a setup just hundred percent setup and it was a uh you know it was a it was a sting it was a it was entrapment in well, my opinion
3: one thing you're not addressing yet is how you got on their radar even because both of you are, have been in the locksmith business. You're kind of in the security business, not in the illegal trafficking business. Sure, exactly right. How, how do you get on their radar well, even to get to this point?
4: That's an interesting question, and there's some folks that have uh, posited a uh, possible reason here in the last uh, day, and uh, I'm not going to talk about that on the radio, but uh, I don't I don't want to think that uh, um, so many individuals have nefarious uh, thoughts, but uh, You know, maybe there's people out there that don't like firearms, and uh, maybe they go to see what's going on, and if they think something's wrong, maybe they'll pick up the phone and and alert the ATF to something. I don't know. Uh, They did also, now, again, I don't know all the rules, um, but Jim had some of his own private firearms that were not on any ledger, no book, no nothing. He had them before he ever started the business, and he sold them out of his truck from time to time. He had a few of them in his truck and uh he did happen to sell one to an agent the undercover agent uh without any paperwork and it was a it was his own firearm that he owned personal firearm that he owned it wasn't on any book and he sold it to the guy so i don't know if that was maybe but what turned them on to even try that to begin with you know i don't know i know that uh um again and and maybe the next segment we'll get into some of this a little bit deeper but uh, uh just on the surface that's what happens folks that's uh that's what went on and they spent the entire day there Uh, stealing every single firearm that he had 360 something firearms so they take the
0: firearms they confiscate the firearms they uh, ship them off to wherever do you think you'll ever see those again
4: Not without tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars to try to get him back. A lady called me, as a matter of fact, about halfway through the day once the the, uh, news broke on, uh, I don't know if it was Lake Expo or who it was, but uh, the news broke and a lady called me and she said, uh, this exact same thing happened to my son just a few months ago. And he's been fighting tooth and nail. He's about to lose his house. I mean, look at General Flynn, mm-hmm. you know, what they did to him. Right. He tried to fight them, and he lost everything that he's had, you know. And uh, this is what they do. And this is what happens when you're fighting the federal government. And you wonder why the federal government ha- – and, oh, by the way, there was mention that there were charges pending. There are not. There are no charges pending whatsoever. Uh, so that was reported, and that, that is not Correct. Um, and I think it might have been reported somewhere that that I'm the owner of Skeleton Tactical. I am not. My brother Jim is. Uh, but anyhow, um, b- but this is the way they do things. You know, we're we're not going to see those firearms. And there were, he had been he had been for the community because he's not make. I don't know if anybody knows anything about the gun business, but there is very little margin on brand new firearms. Right. Very little margin. So he had purchased. Uh, some shotguns, particular shotguns, and was selling at 200 a piece, barely making any money on it at all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just to help folks out, get them a shotgun, they come into the shop, you know, it's a good thing. And uh, he had ordered, you know, maybe 20 of them at first, and those sold like wildfire, then he ordered, ordered 40 more, and those sold real quick. And so he had 60 of these guns that were just delivered the day before, and those were the first ones they took. Still in the boxes, wrapped up the whole nine yards. You didn't even know what was in them if you didn't know what was in them. And that's the first things they took. So I don't, I don't know that he'll ever get any of these things back. And, and a lot of those firearms, um, especially the uh, very high-dollar uh, military weapons uh, that he had, sniper rifles and some other things, M1 Garands and, and uh, British sniper rifle, uh, very high-dollar stuff that was in his private home for many, many years. And when he opened the shop, he brought them into the shop, put them on the books, and, and uh, had them there for sale. And they stole all of those as well. And uh, I don't know if he'll ever get any of that back.
0: Well, it's certainly a shame because now he is out a considerable amount of money. Um, did they just confiscate firearms? Was there anything else that they took? They didn't take any ammunition, did they?
4: No, they didn't take any ammunition. They even you know, had the, you know, I don't know, decency or whatever you want to call it to uh, remove the scopes from some of the rifles You know, right. uh, because some of the scopes uh, Are worth quite yeah, a bit. were worth a lot of money, yeah. uh, absolutely, especially the, the old military stuff. So, yeah, they did take that off.
0: And, you know, he has the uh, the ability to uh, repair firearms as well. Yeah. He's got, like, a shop in there. Yeah, himself. sure. He, they yeah, didn't yeah. mess with any of that. They
4: took all of his computers. They took all of his records. They took all of the electronics. They took everything of that nature. I don't, they don't think they took any of the tools or right, any of that stuff. Right, now, huh?
0: Well, this certainly is an interesting situation, and I guess as the uh, uh, the days go on, we'll find out more as it uh, continues <laughs> to unfold, but, um, gosh, at this particular point, um, a lot of people uh, have heard about this and in kind of a mixed reaction I guess uh, as we've seen on social media some folks uh, you know are, are right there by your side they understand what uh, what went down and whether or not all of this was uh, was legal and then some folks on the other side as you you know you would expect, that uh say well you know these kinds of things need to happen more often and you know we we need to scrutinize we need to scrutinize uh those people who sell firearms i'm I'm almost certain now that anyone who sells firearms within the lake area is probably going through all of their records and their books and making sure that everything's uh, on the level and i uh, i would imagine that uh, people that hear th- uh, about what happened to you, uh, not just in the lake area, but uh, maybe around the state, around the country, are going to be watching this sort of thing. But uh, Matt brought up an interesting uh, uh, interesting perspective as far as what had happened to you. This is like the whole Roger Stone thing. They showed up at his house at the, you know, the crack of dawn with all of these uh, agents in tactical gear. He said they even had an amphibious uh, group out there <laughs> Uh, as well yeah. uh, do you think it was overkill do you think uh, somebody could have simply come in and said hey we're from the ATF we understand that there's uh, uh you know something uh, maybe out of sorts here we want to go over it with you or do you think it was necessary to bring 20 agents in <laughs> and, and and make it look like uh, uh you know Waco
4: look we're we're both law abiding citizens we do not have any kind of a criminal record whatsoever and um, all they would exactly right they could have come in a couple of agents and said we're here to do this and uh, we need to get it done and we would have complied you know and, and honestly i would have had a much better attitude toward them had they done that but because they came in the way they came in i automatically became defensive and there's some fundamental questions again that we need to answer and, and ask ourselves when when you know i know we got a break coming up soon well, but we've got uh, a few minutes yet that, so here's the fundamental question what is liberty and freedom? Do you really, because th- first of all, all of those folks that, that supported us and and, and and are on our side, I, I I can't express how many people have contacted me already with their support, and I truly, truly appreciate that outpour. I really, really do. And uh, I thank them so very much for standing up for, for what happened and, and for liberty and hope that they'll stay with us. Um, but there are some detractors, and there are some folks that said, well, you know, this is the rule, and the Supreme Court this, and well, let me ask you something. The Second Amendment is pretty doggone clear, and it says it shall not be infringed. Mm-hmm. Tell me that requiring a license to sell a firearm isn't an infringement. First of all, first and foremost, do you? does anybody, and I, I have asked, please show me in the Constitution where the authority for the ATF, and for those of you who wanted to remind me that it's the BATF, I got something else to say to you for that one, but anyhow. It's the ATF. Look at their shirts. Show me in the Constitution where they have the authority to exist. Show me in the Constitution where they have the authority to regulate, really, commerce much at all, other than what is in the Commerce Clause. And that's so perverted. We can talk about that for hours. Um, But show me and nobody. Nobody can show me the text of where the ATF has the authority to exist or where any of them have the authority to regulate anything to do with firearms. As a matter of fact, I'll show you the Second Amendment that defies everything that they do. And then the people want to throw out the Supreme Court. Let me tell you, the Supreme Court's been wrong a lot of times, and it only depends on how many political appointees are put on that bench as to how the outcome. Why do you think it was so important for Donald Trump to be able to put the types of originalist individuals that he put on that bench because if, uh, if an Obama, could you imagine if Merrick Garland would have wound up on the Supreme Court when Obama, are you kidding me? This is the guy that wants to turn the FBI out against people, moms and dads that are speaking up against at, at school board meetings. And now we've got the FBI raiding Veritas and these other homes because of Joe Biden's daughter's diary. Are you serious? The FBI is now going out looking for diaries. I'll tell you folks. I, I I don't have, well, I, I'll just leave that alone. But anyhow, I'll it, tell you what. Let's man.
0: let's give you a, a time to a little time to just relax here <laughs> this morning. You've been going. I get
4: fired up, brother. This I know, stuff. This I know. stuff just. We well, got
0: it. We've got to resist. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take uh, a break here and uh, give Ike a moment to uh, reload and uh, no pun intended <laughs> and, perfect, perfect perfect and uh, and we'll come out swinging on the other side here Eight twenty nine is our time ike skelton is our guest of course we're talking about the atf raid on skelton tactical a business uh, that his brother jim owns but ike was there at the time and so uh, we're going to continue on with the discussion if you would like to uh, be a part of uh, the conversation here this morning. Give us a call at 573 633 You are listening to The Daily Show on uh, Key Radio, Key keyradio.live, 89.3, and broadcasting live from the Key Gathering Place on South Business 5 in Camdenton.
1: Stacey Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo news cut for Wednesday, November 10th. Take a deeper dive at LakeExpo.com. The Camdenton School Board discussed leaving the Missouri School Board Association at Monday's meeting and was met with spirited debate. Members of the community came out to support both sides of the argument around MSBA. The board suggested looking into possibly enrolling in the Missouri Association of Rural Education instead of MSBA. Although in the end, no motion was made by the board to stay or leave. The ATF raided a local gun store on Tuesday, citing an alleged violation of federal gun law. Skelton Tactical in Osage Beach was raided for allegedly selling a firearm without a background check. Ike Skelton, the owner of the gun shop, said guns were confiscated in the raid, although no arrests were made. He argues the gun sale at issue was an antique gun made in the 1800s. Skelton says he plans on being open today, selling ammunition. Scott Rydell has announced his intent to run for election to the Missouri State Senate. Rydell will be on the Republican ballot in the August 2022 primary election, facing incumbent State Senator Justin Brown. Rydell served 31 years in the U.S. Army, completing two combat tours in Iraq. He is highly decorated and retired as a lieutenant colonel. If Rydell wins, this will be his first term in the Missouri State Senate. For more on these stories, head to lakeexpo.com, download our free app from the App Store, and Google Play to get more Lake of the Ozarks news. Lakeexpo.com, the Lake's trusted news source.
0: Programming on Key Radio made possible in part through a generous donation from Victoria Station. Misty Atkison talks about Victoria Station.
6: We carry nautical pictures. People come to the lake and they want to decorate in lake styles, and so we offer ocean and lake type things. We also specialize in lots of holiday themed things from fall and Thanksgiving into Christmas. We have things that you can decorate your home as well as those special things to give as gifts. We are located just off the Case Road exit in Osage Beach, and we're open seven days a week, 930 to 530.
2: Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Wednesday. St. Louis Blues come up with a nice win in Winnipeg last night, beating the Jets in a shootout 3-2. to two. The Blues closing out a winning road trip with a 2-1-1 one, and one mark, and uh, they will be coming back home to play Nashville on Thursday. Goalie Jordan Bennington, the big star of the night last night. College basketball is off and running. Season openers last night. Mizzou Tigers beat Central Michigan 7 78-68 to get the season started. Mizzou led by 16 at halftime. Tigers will be home against Kansas City on Monday. Not as good news for the MSU Bears. They lose at home to Southeast Missouri State, 99-94. The Bears looking to bounce back at home against Alabama State on Saturday. College football's playoff rankings out for the second week now. Georgia's still at number one after they annihilated Missouri last weekend. Uh, It's Georgia followed by Alabama, Oregon, and Ohio State. The Buckeyes moving up into the top four. Michigan State dropping out after they lost to Purdue. As for the Chiefs, they get ready for a Sunday night game against the Raiders this coming week. The Raiders a half game in front of the Chiefs for first place in the division. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Roger says there's just a little bitty chance that he will not play in the Packers game against Seattle this week. He's on COVID protocol. The Packers' seven-game win streak ended against the Chiefs last week with rookie Jordan Love getting the start in place of Rodgers for the Packers. High school football season came to an end last Friday for Camdenton and Eldon, and uh, this is the last week for Lake TV's High School Football Coaches Show, so you can hear Camdenton Lakers coach Jeff Shore for the last time this season this week talking about the season that... It was what they're going to do in the offseason and even looking ahead a little bit to next year. You can see that on Lake TV at 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 6 p.m., Through Friday. And don't look now, but high school basketball is just around the corner. Eldon's first game is Monday, November 22nd against Lynn. Osage will play Tuesday, November 23rd at Cole Camp. Versailles, Tuesday, November 23rd, home against Eugene. And the Camdenton Lakers' first game, Tuesday, November 30th, against Aurora. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Late TV Sports Update for this Wednesday.
3: Who supports Key Radio financially? I do. This is Bill Munhausen speaking on behalf of the Key Ozarks Podcast and Key Gathering Place in Camdenton. When I began podcasting two years ago with a few friends, we wanted a radio show, but it didn't work out. Key Radio gives us an opportunity to share our message, so I am happy to support the Key with a monthly underwriting donation. Key Gathering Place is our community center at Lake of the Ozarks for events and gatherings. The Key Ozarks radio program presents Christian activists seeking the truth of things rather than ideology, employing an eclectic mix of biblical thought and political philosophy much like the founders of the nation did at the last revolution. Please consider supporting the Key with your monthly donation.
0: This is your chance to get involved in Community Radio, Lake of the Ozarks, with 89.3, The Key. Hey, it's 836. We welcome you back. And uh, we had a caller uh, hit us up right there as we were heading into the break. And caller, if you'd like to give us a call back at 573-633, you can uh, have the opportunity to uh, 633-5395, 573-633-5395, and we'll... uh, We'll put you right here at the head of the class, and you can get in with a a question or comment for Ike Skelton. Uh, A lot of things going on. Of course, uh, if you're just joining us, the raid that occurred yesterday uh, by the ATF on Skelton Tactical. Uh, We've got Ike in the studio with us, and uh, Ike's going to join me again later today over uh, uh, at Lake TV, and then we'll uh, have some more information for you if you'd like to check that out as well. But uh, more importantly, kind of an interesting question, and and, and you hit on a, a bunch of different things here. You hit on a bunch of different things. Oh, very good there. I'm glad the caller took the time to call us back. But uh, you hit on a lot of different things here, and uh, we'll, we'll get to some of those things. But first, let's bring in our caller. Caller, we appreciate you joining us this morning. You're on uh, The Daily Show. Go right
7: ahead. Look, um, I'm just going to give you my take on all this. I really don't, I really don't think this is about Skelton Tactical. I think it's about Camden County. Camden County was the first county in Missouri uh, with the Second Amendment Protection Act. And then shortly after that, uh, SAPA came along. Um, I I really just think that ATF is coming after Camden County and Missouri SAPA. And I I just think they're just flexing the muscle. That's what I I think they're just putting on a show saying, hey, you know, this ain't going to work. That's just my take on it. I don't really have a question. I was just. Wanted to give that comment and
0: my thoughts on it, caller. We appreciate the phone call. Thank you for uh, taking some time to join us here this morning on the daily show. and And I wonder if the caller doesn't have something there. Uh, you know, we've been uh, pretty brazen through a lot of different things that have been going on here in uh, recent uh, years. More importantly, uh, with uh, with COVID and how we've uh, kind of uh, pushed back on that, and uh, we've tried to stay open as best we can and keep. Uh, keep things moving forward because, you know, we've got people and people have jobs and people need uh, money in order to pay bills. And yeah, sure, there have been a lot of people that have taken the uh, uh, the road that uh, the government laid down for them and said, no, don't worry about working. You just stay home, stay safe, and we'll make sure you get additional dollars with unemployment, what have you. And a lot of people did. But I think uh, uh, Camden County kind of pushed back and and the lake of the Ozarks in general pushing back. So right. I wonder if maybe the caller has uh, a legitimate uh, uh, a legitimate argument there, or, and he makes some good points.
4: I think he's he probably very well does have uh, some good points, and it's a very good possibility that they want to push back because you know the federal government doesn't like it when we stand up against them, no matter who they are. Right. And um, there had been and I you know somebody maybe can. Uh, Uh, validate this by finding the link but i do know that earlier uh very early in the uh, biden administration uh you know the atf will come along and and maybe there's a couple little you didn't dot an i or cross a t or something on the paperwork and they'll tell you about that and and you know maybe spank your hand or something or whatever and, and give you some instruction and say you know just don't do it again right well the biden administration had changed that to zero tolerance you were not allowed to make any mistakes whatsoever uh if you had an ffl So I think that's a big part of it. And then, you know, I don't know if anybody knows this, but uh, according to the uh, Washington Free Beacon, and where did this go? Now it's gone. Uh, I just had it on my phone. Here it is. Uh, The Washington Free Beacon, uh, the Biden administration amassing millions of records on U.S. gun owners amid new crackdown on firearms. And uh, they said the ATF has obtained more than 54 million gun owner records in 2021 alone. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole article at this point, um, but... uh, They are cracking down on this, guys, not just uh, here in Camden County, but I believe that we could very well be uh, a star on, you know, a little badge of honor for them to have taken down somebody in Camden County and uh, pretty much thumbed their nose at uh, what we say as a people.
3: Some people suggest that firearms resellers are subject to a different standard than the Second Amendment, and we do have the Second Amendment Preservation Act, so where does that come in? Why, Why isn't our county sheriff involved in this, and... Why isn't the state more concerned about this?
4: Well, one thing that SAPA did was it not allowed, and this is the state law, uh, it will not allow any local uh, state um, law enforcement or any of any nature, whatever, to, uh, to assist the federal government in enforcing or uh, applying federal law. So they can't intervene to stop them necessarily either unless you had a truly constitutional uh, sheriff that understands that, in my opinion and my belief, and I believe there's a whole bunch of people that support this, there should be no rules on selling firearms or no federal regulations whatsoever on firearms to include fully automatic weapons uh, because the Second Amendment is pretty doggone clear. Now... A lot of people want to come out and say, well, the Supreme Court has ruled on that, and it's constitutional. You know, the Supreme Court also thought that the states, northern states, had to return slaves back to the owners. They also thought at one time that separate but equal was okay when there was segregation in schools and other places in the South, until somebody came along and realized, oops, that's wrong. We need to change those things, and it's inherently wrong. Uh, and that this fugitive slave act was wrong there was a time when the federal government passed laws uh, against being able to speak out against the federal government the sedition act and sure enough that was wrong as well so for those that try to say the Supreme Court says this, the federal government this, and their supremacy, it is not true. We've been living under this uh, sort of thing for how many years now uh, since the thirties for fully automatic weapons and uh, somebody reminded me the ATF came along in the seventies I guess uh, but anyhow we we've you know we're law-abiding f- folks, I guess, and and until something actually personally. Uh, affects us, we're not going to resist very much. And uh, you know, some people will say, well there's crazies out there. There's needs to be laws to make sure that they don't get firearms. Really?
0: Let's uh, take a phone call. And Colin, we appreciate you joining us this morning. You are on the Daily Show. Go right ahead.
7: Yeah. I was just wanting to throw my input here. Um it does it just it really seems like it's entrapment. Um like, common sense, I know, that they kind of, I mean, it seems like they set you up or whatever, and he actually took the money, which seems like it's uh, absolutely a complete setup and entrapment. But I want to know, like, if you reduce to use common sense, where they create all these gun laws to protect from criminals and whatnot, a criminal's not uh, 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 stupid enough to uh, uh, go and give him his money like that. The criminal would wait in the car. And and give the give the money to the lady, and she just sort of went inside. There's no difference. There's no difference from the aspect of common sense. That's not. I mean, there's no difference between if the guy would have sat in the car. So it just seems like it's an absolute uh, entrapment from all of it, and it's just an abuse of uh, abuse of power from their their perspective because they're allowed to do stuff like this and just entrap you like that. Um, And at what point do we just not take this anymore? And do we do we? stop us from being allowed to happen. I mean, the Declaration of Independence said that when the, the uh, corrupt government, we're not, we we're not supposed to abide by their, their corruptness. You know, it's uh, our duty to stand up and do something different. Why can't we locally stand up and just say, you know, this isn't right? And I, for one, just think that if you were to go to a jury trial, the people of this community would have your back, and we would. I, I think this community wouldn't let happen. And I'm just worried that it might get lost in higher courts, and then they may try and uh, lose it somewhere uh, and abuse the system. You know how they manipulate the system sometimes. But if you kept it local here, the local population um, definitely will support you and will have your back. And it's just, uh, I just, I just wish you the best. I hope everything works out for you, man. I,
4: I really truly appreciate oh, yes. that. I do. I truly appreciate that. And Dollar, I thank
0: you for the phone call. By the way, we appreciate you chiming in this morning.
4: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and again, thank you. Um, uh, I agree with you 100%. And uh, we're just gonna have to see where this heads. But you know, it's gonna be in federal court, if anything, in the long run. And uh, there's a reason they've got a 99% uh, uh, you know, success, success rate. rate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, look, folks, uh, the system is stacked against every single one of us. And I guess until it personally hits you, uh, maybe someone isn't going to be as concerned about it, but not here so much. Now There's see, a lot of folks here that You, you that hit the it.
0: nail on the head. You hit the nail on the head. That is the case with just about everything mm-hmm. until it affects someone directly yeah. or maybe a, a, a close a, a friend or a family yeah. member. Yeah, sure, yeah. People just, you know, they're we're, like.
4: We're, we're immune to it almost. We're just like numb to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: See, because people don't. We, we've kind of back down. And and to to some degree, we've we've let off the gas. And there are people out there, much like yourself, that are consistently reminding people that liberty and freedom are things that we have to continue to fight for, that we can't just lay down and let the federal government step in and make all the rules or dangle all the carrots in front of our faces. And that is the most important part of all of this. I think, you know, it's a situation where now it's hit home It's a local person that, uh, you know, is always out there reminding people to fight the good fight. And so maybe now the uh, federal government comes in and says, well, You know, he's making a little too much noise. He's starting to garner a little too much attention. People are actually paying attention to him and taking the time to listen to what he says and actively start doing their research. And we've got these groups that are sprouting up around the Lake of the Ozarks, you know, whether it's a a grassroots group like the Tea Party years ago or We the People that we have now. We have a lot of concerned people in this county, which is a good thing. And as the caller alluded to, you know, I think a lot of people around here are going to have your back because they understand what goes on with this. You know, uh, you, you, you you talk about the Roger Stone incident, and maybe in some instances this was similar because did they bring in too much force? Were they trying to just let people know that if you go up against us, this is what we're capable of, and in some cases, even, uh, even more capable of bringing in a greater presence? I mean, 20 people, why not bring... 30, why not bring 40, why not bring 50, why not have helicopters sure. and, 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 you know, all the armored vehicles that you can get sure. into uh, in one particular area.
4: And someday, I mean, that happened with Roger Stone, you know, and, that's uh, exactly uh, it. and, and you know, but then I also want to remind somebody, uh, remind folks of something else, and that's Clive and Bundy. Yes. The Clive and Bundy Ranch. Yes. They stood up to that tyranny, mm-hmm. and the tyranny backed down. Now, they've been going through an awful lot of federal law, uh, a lot of federal court, and, and, and they've been winning, 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 and you don't hear anything about that. Absolutely not. The federal government doesn't want you to know that you can beat them, yeah. and we can beat them if we stand together and just simply tell them no.
3: I was with a group of people last night, and we all prayed about this, and we all agreed that we got your back. I and appreciate I think, that so And I much. think that's what's going to happen around the lake. We're a much more unified community. So, yeah.
0: and And I think something like this, doesn't uh, break us down; it strengthens us. I think you're right, it strengthens my us, and and, yeah. and really, uh, you know, I can tell by the amount of listeners that we have here that are interested. Uh, and and thank you so much to all of you for uh, for being a part of this uh, this program, this discussion. And if you'd like to jump in on what's going on here, five seven three six three three five three nine five is the number to call. Uh, or you know listen to keyradio.live but you know these are the kinds of guests that we like having on this program because this is what we wanted to do in the first place we wanted to make this a community-based program talking about community-based issues and and this is something that uh, just really uh, as they say gets you where you live
4: it does and, and again i uh, <coughs> there's a lot of people on face on social media i can't answer there's just so many I, but i i just uh from the bottom of my heart, I really, really appreciate the uh, support yes. that people have given, and uh, the, ish- the and the concern and the uh, uh, level of attention that uh, they're they're paying attention here to this issue.
0: Well, I will tell you, it's reverberated all the way to St. Louis, and uh, how do I know this? I got a text yesterday. My phone blew up, by the way, yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm offering an opportunity to be your, uh, your, your media guy now. Okay, hey, all hand right. Handle some of right. the media. You're gonna be our mouthpiece. All you right. Know, I, love I, that, I don't right. know about that, but I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll certainly, I'll certainly field some interviews for you. Sure, whatever you need I done. That. However, uh, I another it, phone it's, call. That's it's beautiful. reverberated all the way to St. Louis because uh, uh, the guy who's running for U.S. Senate, Mark McCloskey, wants to talk to you personally, and so. Uh, we'll, I guess we'll make that happen. But we've got another caller on the line here. Uh, caller, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, good morning here on The Daily Show.
7: Hey, good morning, Kevin. How are you doing this morning?
0: I'm doing great, sir. It's uh, it's good to hear from you.
7: Really, uh, really disturbing to see stuff like this happening, especially in this part of the country. Um, hard, to, Hard to take when you know how long Jim has been in the community, what a great guy he is. Uh, what he's done for our country, and to and to see this happening locally. Uh, super scary. I uh, really thought that uh, our sheriff was going to kind of stand up to stuff like this. I'm not sure if that's in the wheelhouse of that or not, but uh, really disappointed uh, to see this. Uh, Jim is a great guy, good friend, and uh, super sad, super sad day in, uh, in Osage Beach.
0: Thank you for your phone call. Appreciate uh, you taking the time to uh, listen in and uh, and to join us this morning. Thank you very much. Um, good golly! Um,
4: you know, i I don't know if the uh, I don't know if the ATF let sh- let uh, Sheriff Helms know that they were coming here or not. I don't, I don't know, think but so. I want to find out.
0: I I, find I, out. I I I would imagine that. They probably didn't say anything to them, and,
4: and see to me, that's part of the problem
0: you know they they, they were afraid he he might or somebody, if well, they got
4: wind of it, it, might tip you off. well, that could i yeah, I don't know. I mean, they could have called him five minutes before they got in the door, but they should have still at least notified him, and i don't I don't know that he did. Uh, but I intend on finding out, yeah. and uh, you know that that's another. If they didn't say anything to him at all, uh, to me that's 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 an egregious thing right there to not let local law enforcement know what's going on. You know, here we're bringing up, and and I'll tell you what, uh, uh, it is illegal. In the city of Cam or in the city of Osage Beach to sh- to fire a firearm, right, right. You can't just go out and shoot a firearm.
0: Camdenton too.
4: Well, they did that several times yesterday into some sort of a ballistics testing machine, mm-hmm. uh, and I told them, I said it's illegal to fire a firearm in the city limits, and they laughed at me. So they're above the law. They believe they're above the law. And for those of you who uh, dabble in the Constitution and believe the supremacy clause. You need to dabble in it just a little bit farther and read some folks like Chris Ann Hall and other constitutional attorneys that are not uh, uh, that are not these these heavy-handed government types and uh, see what they think about the Supremacy Clause. If the law that is being created is not in furtherance of the Constitution, it is no law at all.
0: Let's go back to Clive and Bundy. Let's talk about Clive and Bundy and his situation. Uh, they came out and... Uh, they did everything in their power to deter this guy, and, yes, they did cross the line as well. They crossed the line on several occasions with him and what he was doing, and then finally the people stood stood up with came him. Came armed. And, uh, and came armed, and, you know, that, boy, could wouldn't that have turned into something, just a, a huge bloodbath. You know, but people were willing to go to that degree to stand up for what they believe in.
4: Listen, my friend, the Founding Fathers pledged their lives, fortunes, and their sacred honor. Every one of them that signed the Declaration of Independence. And they knew, they knew that the minute they signed that, that they were committing treason against the crown, and that each and every one of them could have been hung... Immediately. And upon how many c- m- upon, uh, they all died. Yeah. I mean, all, I guess uh, there were a few that survived the war, um, but uh, they all died otherwise, you yeah. know, and, and a lot of them were hung. Uh, they were captured and hung, and uh, their families were destroyed. And uh, I'm telling you folks, it, it, it might not look at today, but this is happening in America right now. When are we going to stand up and say that I will pledge my life, my fortune, and my sacred honor to ensure that our children in the future do not have to go through this?
0: And it's interesting because people always talk about children and children being our future. And, you know, you get this garbage that they're doing now with uh, global warming and everything, and it's about the children.
4: Uh, God <laughs> almighty. I, and, yeah.
0: And, and, and you talk about all this money that they want to put into this infrastructure bill, uh, the trillions of dollars that uh, they're looking at here, uh, and, and utilize that to, uh, you know, do everything that we can possibly do to save the planet but what's the point of saving the planet if you uh, don't save the people that are on the planet
4: yeah and you know sometime in the future they have you cloistered in these uh, little community groups and city groups and these huge mega cities Uh, you can't go out in the woods unless it's an approved path for you to walk on Uh, you're not going to have a car to drive across country to see your family that might live in a different state Uh, you're going to have to take some sort of a commuter rail or whatever and uh, only by the way through corridors that the federal government will allow you to go through uh among other things folks this is all happening to us it's real this stuff is going on every single day and i do believe that the people of camden county uh are becoming stronger because of this and we are standing up and this is the only you know i I talked to a lot of folks and You know, to go to the federal government and expect, let's say, for instance, uh, uh, Josh Hawley or anybody else to really be able to do much about this, um, they just don't have the authority one or two people.
8: Yeah, so you mentioned social media. I wanted to comment on that because I was scanning social media a lot last night, and I would say overwhelmingly it was probably 90 to 10, 90% to 10% supporting you. But the 10% out there, they said some things that really disturbed me because it was like, well, you know, you should follow the law, you shouldn't break the law, this is what you get. We're talking about some alleged paperwork issues here. Does that really justify 10 or 15 or 20 people with fully automatic weapons coming in and pointing them at you? I mean, that is outrageous. Until people wake up and realize that when the shoe is on the other foot, if it happens to you, you won't think it's so good then. We can't we yep. have to reject this uh, uh, double standard. justice that's being applied or lack of justice that's being applied yeah
4: and you know again why has america uh, because thomas jefferson said that every about every about 20 years he wrote a letter i wish i had it in front of me uh but he said that uh uh every now and again the tree of liberty must be watered by the blood of patriots and tyrants it is its natural manure and he believed that a revolution should occur about every 20 years because he figured look man is so corrupt Man is corrupt without Christ and, and, and the Holy Spirit in their heart. man is corrupt, and in about twenty years they can they can uh, uh, overtake the government and start doing things that that are anti freedom and liberty and Thomas Jefferson believed that the people would rise up every twenty years or so and fight back against that. but look we are l- generally law-abiding citizens. And for the most part, everybody just wants to be left the heck alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone to do my business selling guns or key work or or a welder or a shop owner or whatever. Leave me alone. Is there anyone out here that can honestly call in or whatever you want to contact? Let me know. Do you truly, if you understand the founding principles of this nation at all, can you really tell me that the founders wanted a central government like the federal government to regulate every single thing that is going on today? They absolutely not. This is so anti-freedom and liberty that we have in this country now. Uh, you know, maybe it, I, I've, I've been seeing it and, and, and I've been trying to, to tell people these things and, and talked about it a long time. Uh, but, uh, you know, now it did hit really solid ho- at home. Mm-hmm. And, um Folks, God, it, it is, it's is—it's only going to happen if small communities like this will rise up and say no, and then we get other communities around the state of Missouri to rise, and I've been contacted by people all over the state of Missouri already, and I thank you so very much. We will be in touch. We are going to come up with a method that is going to make sure that things like this will not happen in the future.
0: Well, and, and here's another thing for people to, re- to realize and understand. Ike is being inundated at this point by you know phone calls and text messages and emails and in any possible way people can get a hold of him so if he doesn't return your phone call or your text or your email right away don't get discouraged don't Thank get you, mad so he's not blowing you off he's just he's up cuz uh, like i said it yesterday is. man my phone was blowing up all afternoon long because everybody, is it okay if I call Ike? Can you give me Ike's phone number? Well, I'm not giving Ike's any, well. It, it's my business ha-
4: phone number, call me. I yeah, I, really I was sure just going to
0: say, it, it's, it's simple as that. But, it, it, you know, at least people were taking the time to be respectful and ask and, every, and everything along those lines. I
4: appreciate you saying that because, yeah, that's, that's true. It's just been. Uh, and, I, I,
0: and I know how that is sometimes when, and especially, you know, if it's something that's, uh, you know, in the spotlight. Uh, there's gonna it's gonna take a little time for Ike to sort through everything and then get to a point where he's he's able to uh, contact and reach out to everyone. Eight fifty nine, just about nine uh, o'clock. We're gonna jump in here with a quick news break, and then we'll come back and talk with our guest Ike Skelton. Matt Burns is here as well from the BS Nation. Bill Munhausen, KB, and again, thank you so much to all of the listeners for uh, joining us this morning on this very important edition of the Daily Show here on Key Radio. <laughs> This is your radio station, Lake of the Ozarks, 89.3 K-E-Y-K, Osage Beach, Missouri, The Key.
1: I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Wednesday, November 10th. Take a deeper dive at lakeexpo.com. The Camden and school board discussed leaving the Missouri School Board Association at Monday's meeting and was met with spirited debate. Members of the community came out to support both sides of the argument around MSBA. The board suggested looking into possibly enrolling in the Missouri Association of Rural Education instead of MSBA, although in the end no motion was made by the board to stay or leave. The ATF raided a local gun store on Tuesday, citing an alleged violation of federal gun law. Skelton Tactical in Osage Beach was raided for allegedly selling a firearm without a background check. Ike Skelton, the owner of the gun shop, said guns were confiscated in the raid, although no arrests were made. He argues the gun sale at issue was an antique gun made in the 1800s. Skelton says he plans on being open today selling ammunition. Scott Rydell has announced his intent to run for election to the Missouri State Senate. Rydell will be on the Republican ballot in the August 2022 primary election, facing incumbent State Senator Justin Brown. Rydell served 31 years in the U.S. Army, completing two combat tours in Iraq. He is highly decorated and retired as a lieutenant colonel. If Rydell wins, this will be his first term in the Missouri State Senate. For more on these stories, head to LakeExpo.com, download our free app from the App Store, and Google Play to get more Lake of the Ozarks news. LakeExpo.com, the Lake's trusted news source.
0: Portions of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from LakeExpo.com. LakeExpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, Visitors and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X Toe. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source.
2: Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Wednesday. St. Louis Blues come up with a nice win in Winnipeg last night, beating the Jets in a shootout 3-2. to The Blues closing out a winning road trip with a 2-1-1 mark, and uh, they will be coming back home to play Nashville on Thursday. Goalie Jordan Bennington, the big star of the night last night. College basketball is off and running. Season openers last night, Mizzou Tigers beat Central Michigan to get the season started. Mizzou led by 16 at halftime. Tigers will be home against Kansas City on Monday. Not as good news for the MSU Bears. They lose at home to Southeast Missouri State. 99-94. The Bears looking to bounce back at home against Alabama State on Saturday college football's playoff rankings out for the second week now. Georgia still at number one after they annihilated Missouri last weekend. Uh, it's Georgia followed by Alabama, Oregon, and Ohio State. The Buckeyes moving up into the top four. Michigan State dropping out after they lost to Purdue. As for the Chiefs, they get ready for a Sunday night game against the Raiders this coming week. The Raiders a half game in front of the Chiefs for first place in the division. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers Roger says there's just a little bitty chance that he will not play in the Packers game against Seattle this week. He's on COVID protocol. The Packers seven-game win streak ended against the Chiefs last week with rookie Jordan Love getting the start in place of Rodgers for the Packers. High school football season came to an end last Friday for Camdenton and Eldon, and uh, this is the last week for Lake TV's High School Football Coaches Show. So you can hear Camdenton Lakers coach Jeff Shore for the last time this season, this week, talking about the season that, was, what they're going to do in the offseason and even looking ahead a little bit to next year. You can see that on Lake TV at 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 6 p.m. through Friday. And don't look now, but high school basketball is just around the corner. Eldon's first game is Monday, November 22nd against Lynn. Osage will play Tuesday, November 23rd at Cole Camp for sales Tuesday, November 23rd home against Eugene. And the Camdenton Lakers' first game Tuesday, November 30th against Aurora. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Late TV Sports Update for this Wednesday.
0: Thought-provoking radio that offers you the opportunity to become engaged in the process. 89.3, the key. Welcome back. 906, 61 degrees and a cloudy sky here in Camdenton. Looking for a high today. I think we'll get up uh, close to uh, near 70, 69 anyway, and uh, maybe a stray shower or thunderstorm today. 46 the low tonight with some rain moving through. All right, 57 degrees uh, for Thursday with some sunshine, 47 on Friday with a cloudy sky, partly cloudy Saturday. I have 46, 49 on Sunday with a mostly cloudy sky. I want to remind folks, coming up on the program tomorrow, Got another good one for you, Mindy Sales in hour number one with our thoughtful Thursday uh, person or people. Tomorrow, by the way, is Veterans Day, and so uh, I would imagine she might have a little something to say about veterans. We'll also be talking with Bill Federer. Bill is going to be in the Lake Area on December the fifth at the Sunrise Bible Church, and he's going to be speaking about uh, what a great country this is. And and I don't know, uh, you know, I guess it depends on who you ask. But we're going to be talking about uh, that with Bill, and also. Uh, possibly an opportunity to touch on socialism. Bill, uh, you know, it's like anything else. You point him in the right direction, give him a little nudge, and he is good to go, and he is a great speaker, and I'm really excited about having him on Key Radio tomorrow. Uh, Also, on Friday, Bob Lynch will be here to join us from MoDOT, and Dave Maupin is back uh, among the dogwoods. He chronicles your Camden County Commission meetings and lets you know what's going on. And uh, we'll tell you how you can sign up for his blog and keep uh, c- keep tabs, if you will, on what's happening with the Camden County Commission and Camden County business. And uh, at 907, before we get back into our conversation with Ike Skelton, I want to say happy birthday to the United States Marine Corps. They are celebrating, I believe, their 246th birthday it's always observed on November 10th. It was uh, created on November 10th, 1921, by the U.S. government to show appreciation for the United States Marines. I often wonder sometimes how much our government really truly appreciates men and women in the military. <laughs> um, having taken part in nearly every U.S. conflict, the Marine Corps has defended our country since America's inception. The Corps with over 186,000 active duty members and 38,000 reserves as of 2017, continues its proud tradition as protectors of the U.S. and its people. And so to uh, all of you Marines out there, uh, I I don't think, and and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Marines never look at themselves as veterans. Once you're a Marine, you're always a Marine. I read what uh, Pete Leva had to say about being a Marine today. It's in every fiber of his being. And, uh, you know... I've heard stories of guys that uh, were given two choices. You could either go to the military or or you can go into jail, you know, go to jail, whatever. And uh, I I think it's, uh, you know, they had to make a hard decision there. So, you know, a lot of these guys that went into the military ended up coming out better because of it. And some of them, even a a good friend of mine who was given that option uh, came out, uh, a career military man, and uh much like you know military people he married uh, and had kids and they uh, kind of bounced around for a while <coughs> but i believe he is uh he's back in i want to say arkansas maybe i don't know um I, I haven't talked to him for a while but he was given that option and uh i can't even believe he's he, well i when i had had the opportunity to see him i can't even believe he was the same guy yeah
4: well i'm i'm army so you know it's all right to give the navy a hard time but uh uh, we 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 can we can do that if you served. But anyhow, uh, no, I appreciate the Marines. That's that's awesome. You know you know read a little history and some fascinating stuff about uh, uh, what's going on in the world today versus what was going on oh, back when. Uh, read about Thomas Jefferson and him sending Marines to uh, uh, to Tripoli. And yeah, look at this. Listen to their song from the halls of Montezuma mm-hmm. to the, the shores of, the of Tripoli. Tripoli. Why were they in Tripoli? Go find out about the uh, go find out about the Muslim pirates.
0: About some pirates. Yeah, yeah, yeah there were yeah, some yeah, pirates over there. there at that mm-hmm. time. Uh, uh, on November tenth, seventeen 1775, just eight months shy of the Declaration of Independence, a new corps was formed following the introduction of the Continental Marine Act. At the time, an official plan was developed by the Continental Congress to oversee a mission intercepting ammunition cargo from Britain using Marines. And uh, that's just uh, that's the tip of the iceberg, and that's where we'll leave it because we want to get back into our discussion, <coughs> and we want to encourage all of our uh, listeners out there this morning, if you have a question or a comment for Ike, Ike Skelton is here. Uh, if you're just joining us, his brother's uh, gun shop, uh, Skelton Tactical, was raided yesterday by the ATF. You can give us a call this morning, 573 633 5395. Kind of a, just a, Are you? do you feel at all like you, you've kind of gain back any of your uh, semblance of uh, sanity or
4: <laughs> well you know i'm, st- I'm still uh, a little numb about it all a little rattled and not quite sure what to go next i mean obviously it's my brother's shop so i don't uh, i mean other than maybe if they've violated some of my rights i have some standing but otherwise it's, it is my brother's shop so he has all the standing to do anything legally um but uh it's still you know it's it's my family and it's uh, it's right there and it's And uh, it's just a fundamental core belief that I have about how things should be going along in in America and and, uh, more in line with how the founders want it to be. Now, there's the fundamental question. Do we want America to be more like the founders envisioned or do we want it to be more like Joe Biden envisions? Mm -hmm. And that, my friends, we are at the crossroad. That crossroad might have been during the Obama administration. I don't know. Uh, But we are definitely at that crossroad right now, because they're doubling down on every dirty thing that Obama ever thought of. As a matter of fact, Obama was kind of, uh, you know, I'm I'm starting to see that, that he was just kind of like a forerunner. You know, he laid the groundwork for things that were about to come. And I believe that Hillary Clinton was going to be the one that basically drove the nail in the coffin, and then here comes along Donald Trump and disrupts that. So they're really in a, uh, they're really in a tailspin now with Biden in, in office. They know that they've got to uh, turn the screws as, as tough as they possibly can while they have the little bit of time left to do it.
3: Yeah, and just kind of as a side note, I use a little news aggreg- aggregator called Newsbreak. And first thing this morning, your story, or or Jim's story, was on Newsbreak in the local area because Newsbreak specializes in getting local news. And all of a sudden, during our conversation, it just disappeared from the the feed. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, gee, what's this about? So I look up what Newsbreak is about, and it turns out it's a Chinese, (laughs) (laughs) it's a Chinese (laughs) app. But its headquarters are in Shanghai, Beijing, Seattle, and Mountain View. And it's associated with Microsoft. So, again, there's another kind of... It, it sure looks like this This story has just been pulled off. I can't well, prove that, yeah, but it, it sure looks it, that way.
0: You don't, they might have a specific uh, time frame that they allow certain stories to air. But, you know, like you mentioned, <coughs> all the, the things that are happening in favor of Clive and Bundy, n- we're not hearing about no, no, any of that no, at all. No, uh, uh no. And so this kind of leads me to believe that... Uh, I don't know that there's any tomfoolery or flammery going on. Um, It might just be that uh, it runs for a specific amount of time and then they replace it with something
3: else. No, there are stories local that have been sitting here for a week because there's just not that much happening here. And what what are are, are some of those stories? Do you have any idea? Yeah. Uh, Lake Ozark man injured in Mary's County crash. Okay. uh, You know, hard-hitting stories like that. Or voters reject. It's hard hitting for him.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no uh, pun intended. Eh?
3: Hikers found after search in state park and okay. Uh, the the swinging bridge. The swinging bridge sat there. Has been sitting there since last week. Yeah. Well, it's been sitting there a lot longer. But the story has been there since <laughs> well, the, last week. The, got, got you.
4: There so is a story out there about all this that. Needs to be corrected in a few places, and maybe that's why they maybe and and they it,
0: it's been correct. the the proper it, it, folks have been made aware of yeah, it. So, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> you know,
4: I mean, hey, look, this this because uh, uh, when people called me, um, some local news folks, they're like, "What is going on down there? We just heard the news," and and everybody was you can hear concern in their voice, not just, uh, uh, oh, well, there's a news story going on there. Let's go get it, you know. Uh, people, and, and of course, news media are always one to be the first to break the story, you know. So um, there's just a lot of things went on yesterday that this uh, just kind of a, some of it's a blur to me. And Have you and, made uh, notes of
0: everything so that when you do find a little time, to uh, sit down and think this through that you know those will be some well, of the questions that you're uh,
4: That's a fantastic point I haven't yeah. uh KB but uh, I need to now uh, that's, yeah. that's a great point thank you
0: Yeah and just uh, you know uh, th- that's what I have to do if if I don't do it in the here and now as soon as I think about it yeah. then I have to write <laughs> I have right, to write it right. down and that comes with getting older so anyway
4: let's see You here. got a lot of things on your plate too Well I got you got a lot know, of things on my plate Nothing you just, like yeah. uh,
0: you but you've always had a lot on your plate I mean I just, uh, I, I will say that I feel very, uh, very blessed to be able to say, hey, Ike, can you come uh, jump in on the radio with me? Hey, can you jump in on the TV with me? Can we talk about what's been going on? And, you know, sometimes Ike gets backed up. But I will say that he always puts his customers first. You always put your customers I sure, first. I sure try to. And uh, that's, that's, that's no lie. I mean, if there's a lockout or something going on. on let's uh, let's uh, jump in here with another caller. And caller, we appreciate you listening to the daily show this morning. Good morning. Go right ahead. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Hey, uh,
7: quick thought: I was just thinking, and it, and it might not have nothing to do with it. But I was just thinking, you know, Ike's running for presiding commissioner. Who knows what kind of connections he's got? I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe he's trying to stir the pot. Who knows? That's just my just my thought.
0: Thank you for the phone call this morning. Appreciate you listening. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Uh, I would imagine some people might look at it from uh, that particular uh, standpoint, but I, 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 you know, let's let's back up here a little bit. Let's let's back up to another issue, another uh, situation where um, right around election time, uh, there were some folks running for a particular office in Lake Ozark, and all the information came out about one of the candidates. Uh. Yeah. And that pretty much cost him the election. Right. But the person that provided that information um, I don't know if it hurt their election bid or not, because as we remember, the writing candidate ended up winning. winning in that particular instance. And so I, d-
4: I think people were tired of the bickering. You know, the, the and the sta- the backstabbing and the back and forth and all this and say, Well maybe we'll try something different. <laughs> I and, don't
0: and, know. And we're a, you guess. know what? I don't want anybody <laughs> leaving the table here today or listening to think that that is the case. No, that, I that Greg Hasty no, no, would do no, anything no, like no, that no, or no, any no. of the other uh, people that are running for uh, presiding no. commissioner because we know you know, that's how that's how problems start. That's how the rumor mill begins. Um, is it out mm-hmm. of the realm of possibilities? I can't answer that. Um, is it something that I think happened?
4: No, yeah, probably th- not. This is all on the ATF, as far as I'm concerned, and an, an, oh. an, an, an egregious, out, out, uh, you know, overzealous uh, uh, administration that that wants to take our firearms away. They they know they can't do it through the ballot box or through the legislative process, uh, so they're using every tool that they possibly can to uh, uh, intimidate and uh, and enforce their. Uh, beliefs and their rules on us and um, i think that's really where it, where it came from did uh, you know I, i'm not going to speculate or or assume anything you know what assuming does you know so i'm not going to do any of that what
0: does assuming do no i never. <laughs> I,
4: I know exactly <laughs> well, we can say is. that word on the air can't we uh
0: well that's not one of the
4: restricted words let's not it? let's Whenever not we do, do it, it, let's no not push it. it. yeah, yeah okay, let's yeah.
0: not push <laughs> it uh 918 is our time again your phone calls welcome this morning ike skelton is our guest um, I, I see this obviously as, uh, as, as something, maybe the process that you go through, you can keep all of us kind of in the loop and walk us through the process, you know, because we, we do have a, a slot for you every Wednesday. So I guess when you get some information, you can come in and explain what's going on now and next. Absolutely. And, you know, just kind of walk us through the whole process. Uh, and, and again, I don't know how many other, uh, g- gun dealers in the lake of the ozarks uh, area uh, you know went uh, went to bed last night but before they did boy they went down and checked everything <laughs> that they had going on to make sure uh, you know that we don't run into an issue with uh, with the paperwork and, and, and things like that
4: yeah because there is no tolerance now and, and that is what the biden administration has uh, uh certainly put out um, and uh, if they can come for you they will they they just period absolutely will come for you and get you very good.
8: Well, I was just going to say, and who's to say that the sting on these other gun shops have not already occurred, and, uh, you know, their day is coming, too. So you don't know. They, there may be a huge net about to sweep across this whole county. Yeah.
0: It, had to, st- it, it had to start someplace, though, right? Yeah. That's right. That's right.
4: And, and what I really hope that we can all uh, <clears throat> take from this and think about this, if you hadn't thought about it before, this should be a starting point. This should be a starting point for all of us to stand up and come together and be willing to resist these sorts of things in the future. And to me, it doesn't matter whether it's the ATF doing this or, you know, I mentioned earlier about this, uh, the diary, Joe Biden's daughter's alleged diary or whatever, and the FBI. (laughs) Really? You sent the FBI to go get your daughter's diary? What if she left it on the playground, school, uh, you know, m- m- merry-go-round or something? <laughs> are you gonna, where are you gonna send the FBI next? So this is just an egregious,
0: is this overreach, Does, does man. this, does this sound a little uh, FBI? The, Slash KGB,
4: dude. This is what this is what <laughs> happens. That's what this is what happens in banana republics. This is the this is the what tyrants do. They use the arms of power and government that they have against the citizenry. And it's time for us to stand up and use the power and the authority and whatever we have uh, to stand up against them. And it might. I, it, it, I, I don't know. I don't know how ugly it'll get. But look, it's been ugly before. And if it has to get ugly to get us back to a system that we are truly free and and can and be the Americans that our founding fathers had a incredible vision to have for a country that is, I believe, truly inspired by God, that uh, that until then, um, you know, it, it, it's 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 not going to quit until we stand up and say enough is enough, and I'm hoping that this can be the springboard to make that happen.
0: Do people understand why I talk about? you know, getting things together that you might need uh, for long-term, uh, you know, uh, a week, two weeks, a month, two months, three months. This is what I talk about all the time, and people look at me like I'm nuts. I, You know, I, I was talking about that. I, I had a little rant over on my other show, What's Burning on Lake TV, about that, and the whole crew was kind of standing there just looking at me going, is this guy for real? Is he talking about what I think he's talking about? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's serious. It could happen at any time. It could happen any day. And, you know, it's, it's, it's whatever you want to do. But, you know, there's just, just some friendly reminders from various people in the community because we do have things that we, uh, you know, want to prepare for, like severe weather and uh, natural disasters and, uh, you know. Government go- raids. Government raids or government takeovers <laughs> yeah. or uh, government uh, inserting itself and, and, and uh, declaring martial law. And uh, I think in some instances it's getting kind of close to that.
4: I, I think you're right. Wait until I don't know what they have in plan for us with the Great Reset, but by golly, you wait for that one to come along. It's gonna this is, uh. and watch yeah.
0: how closely the uh, election is going to be looked at next year, yeah. and then of course the presidential yeah. election as well. Yeah. yeah, I mean this is it's, it's going to be huge, and, and 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 I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to take this to the extreme because regardless of how this whole incident started on January 6th with, when people went after uh, you know, the, the, the Capitol building, um, I think there are truly a lot of people out there that are, are, are really like that and would really like to see more of that. I mean, look what they did. They not only uh, put guards and fences and everything around the, uh, uh, around the uh, nation's capital, but then all the state capitals were doing it as well. Let's uh, take a phone call. Go ahead, caller. Good morning. Uh, no, I was just listening in. And,
7: yeah, you, uh, <clears throat> you know, we were talking about, um, obviously, the raid going on. And, and I recall uh, Tony Holmes, you know, when the SAPA stuff came out and when he was putting his tax on the ballot, um, you know, he specifically said that the ATF doesn't just come around here, uh, that they usually let him know when they're in town and when they're conducting checks and raids and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I do think that there's a little foreknowledge in, in, in all this, I would say. And for that matter, I mean, why why skeletons tactical? I mean, did they check everybody in the area? Did they just pick them at random? It, it seems to me like, um, you know, their enforcement – was targeted. I mean, I don't know if that was because of a tip or because of a favor called in from somebody, but, you know, I know that the local establishment probably doesn't have much love for Ike. Uh, You know, he's very outspoken in his radio shows and uh, everything else. So, I don't know. I just, it feels to me like somebody knew of this ahead of time. Uh, And for that matter, it sounds to me kind of like what the FBI does with
4: terrorists, where they're like, basically set them up. They're, they come to them and say, yep. hey,
7: we have this bomb. Or, and we don't even know if they tell them that. For all we know, they say, hey, we'll give you 1000 bucks if you show up this date with this package at this place. And then they show up and, oh, they stopped terrorism. Mm. I don't think they would have any arrests if they didn't create the terrorism to begin with. And the same here. Uh, you know, why is an undercover agent allowed to entrap people, uh, it'd be different if, if they could, you know, prove that firearm was bought um, illegally, but, but for the fact that they have to go out and hunt and make something happen, uh, it just doesn't seem like right. It doesn't sit well with me. So,
0: that's all. All right, caller, thank you very much. We appreciate you tuning in to the uh, The Daily Show. Thank you very much for your thoughts and your input. Um, again, I think it's, it, it's hard to speculate at this point what did or didn't go down involving the county Kawhi. sheriff.
4: Well, well, yeah, I don't want to talk about that, but necessarily, I, I, don't, I don't know that. Go ahead, Bill, you got something. Well,
3: I, ha- I have a story that somebody kind of is resubmitting about the ATF. The headline was ATF's, this is an old story from April. ATF strikes back against Lake Area Second Amendment ordinances says, one elected official in the lake area says the Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms will not service Camden County and possibly others that have passed Second Amendment ordinances since President Trump left the White House. So apparently the ATF is servicing Camden County, (laughs) just (laughs) just not in the way we hoped. Yeah, yeah, well. So uh, these kind of stories kind of address. Well, they say when they're not going to service us. Does well, that mean they're not
0: going to help us if we ask for their help? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what that they're was, talking
4: That about. was the intent. No, but, but they no harm, no foul there. In other yeah, words, if we wanted a ballistic uh, test or um, some other sort of uh, but, but uh, I, scientific thing and a crime that we didn't have the ability to do, they're not going to help but us. But there's a that.
3: suggestion that maybe since we kind of broke ties with the ATF and the federal government, they might be... Uh, Cracking down a little bit?
4: Well, I, I think it all—it's—it's it's just another piece of the puzzle. And if you—if you know my brother Jim or not, um, he, he's—if you know him, you, you know he's a little outspoken. And uh, oh. at least uh, in his shop, and and you just get with him in person. And if you were to uh, go into the shop and start talking about gun laws and things that are going on, uh, he gets quite fired up pretty quick. Uh, so. Um, And maybe that's part of it, you know, because of our philosophy, because of our philosophy that an FFL shouldn't even exist, Uh, that the ATF has no constitutional authority to exist, that, in my opinion, all federal firearms laws are absolutely unconstitutional, shall not be infringed is some of the most simple language that I can possibly think of putting in a legal document. And they did it on purpose so that everybody knew what that meant, shall not be infringed and they infringe upon it every day. We've been allowing it, and we've been allowing it, and we've been allowing it, and it's time now, maybe, to stand up and say this is not going to happen anymore. And, folks, uh, you know, if there comes a time where we have to stand up in a way that we're going to meet their force with our force, that day is coming.
0: 928 plenty of time if you'd like to uh, give ike skelton a call give us a call here this morning on the daily show let us know what you're thinking let us know how you're feeling let us know how this incident uh, has impacted you and your family now that it is uh, hit so close to home and that we are uh, all maybe looking over our shoulders a little bit today as far as uh, what we do and how we do it and who's around and who's watching Um, you know keeping an eye on our phones and you made a really good point earlier and uh, that was uh, about the Patriot Act. You know, when you were talking about the Patriot yeah. Act, uh, how that is now being used against us. Let's take a, a phone call here. Caller, good morning. You are on the Daily show. Go right ahead.
7: Good morning, guys. Um, Steve from the people here. um listen i'm I'm really pissed about this. Um. Ike, I want to tell you, if there's anything I can do, I'll pledge my support to you. Anything I can do, I'd, I'd like to leave my number off the air, and uh, I'll do whatever I can to help you. Right, this, this is really egregious. And, and, guys, the other thing is this has been going on since the day this empty vessel took office. You know, they, they're coming after our businesses. They're coming after our, our freedom. We all see this every day. You know, this is nothing new for me. I'm not, I'm not surprised that they're doing something like this. So, um, again, if there's anything I could do, I, I, I'd be glad to help you.
4: I, I can't thank you enough. And uh, call me at the shop, you know, later on, uh, my shop number. Okay, and, we'll, uh, do. We'll, we'll We'll talk do. some more. Thank you.
7: Thanks, guys.
0: All right. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you joining us. And with that... It is time for us to head into a news break at the bottom of the hour. We'll take the opportunity to hear from Stacey Johnson from Lake Expo. Also, Chris Schneider with uh, Lake TV giving us a check of sports. We'll, uh, we'll give him some time to breathe, to rest up a little bit, and then we'll come out swinging for the final 20-25 oh, uh, minutes of The Daily Show here on Key Radio. And uh, to all of you that uh, have joined us this morning, thank you so much for your support. Now you know what we're all about. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, and come back and visit with us and call us anytime. Again, at 573-633-5395.
1: I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Wednesday, November 10th. Take a deeper dive at lakeexpo.com. The Camden School Board discussed leaving the Missouri School Board Association at Monday's meeting and was met with spirited debate. Members of the community came out to support both sides of the argument around MSBA. The board suggested looking into possibly enrolling in the Missouri Association of Rural Education instead of MSBA, although in the end no motion was made by the board to stay or leave. The ATF raided a local gun store on Tuesday, citing an alleged violation of federal gun law. Skelton Tactical in Osage Beach was raided for allegedly selling a firearm without a background check. Ike Skelton, the owner of the gun shop, said guns were confiscated in the raid, although no arrests were made. He argues the gun sale at issue was an antique gun made in the 1800s. Skelton says he plans on being open today selling ammunition. Scott Rydell has announced his intent to run for election to the Missouri State Senate. Rydell will be on the Republican ballot in the August 2022 primary election, facing incumbent State Senator Justin Brown. Rydell served 31 years in the U.S. Army, completing two combat tours in Iraq. He is highly decorated and retired as a lieutenant colonel. If Rydell wins, this will be his first term in the Missouri State Senate. For more on these stories, head to lakeexpo.com, download our free app from the App Store, and Google Play to get more Lake of the Ozarks news. lakeexpo.com, the lake's trusted news source.
0: Programming on Key Radio made possible in part through a generous donation from Victoria Station. Misty Atkison talks about Victoria Station.
6: We carry nautical pictures. People come to the lake and they want to decorate in lake styles, and so we offer ocean and lake type things. We also specialize in lots of holiday themed things from fall and Thanksgiving into Christmas. We have things that you can decorate your home as well as those special things to give as gifts. We are located just off the Case Road exit in Osage Beach, and we're open seven days a week, 930 to 530.
2: Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Wednesday. St. Louis Blues come up with a nice win in Winnipeg last night, beating the Jets in a shootout 3-2. The Blues closing out a winning road trip with a 2-1-1 and mark, and uh, they will be coming back home to play Nashville on Thursday. Goalie Jordan Bennington, the big star of the night last night. College basketball is off and running. Season openers last night, Mizzou Tigers beat Central Michigan 7 78-68 to get the season started. Mizzou led by 16 at halftime. Tigers will be home against Kansas City on Monday. Not as good news for the MSU Bears. They lose at home to Southeast Missouri State, 99-94. The Bears looking to bounce back at home against Alabama State on Saturday. College football's playoff rankings out for the second week now. Georgia still at number one after they annihilated Missouri last weekend. Uh, it's Georgia followed by Alabama, Oregon, and Ohio State. The Buckeyes moving up into the top four. Michigan State dropping out after they lost to Purdue. As for the Chiefs, they get ready for a Sunday night game against the Raiders this coming week. The Raiders a half game in front of the Chiefs for first place in the division. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Roger says there's just a little bitty chance that he will not play in the Packers game against Seattle this week. He's on COVID protocol. The Packers' seven-game win streak ended against the Chiefs last week with rookie Jordan Love getting the start in place of Rodgers for the Packers. High school football season came to an end last Friday for Camdenton and Eldon. And uh, this is the last week for Lake TV's High School Football Coaches Show. So you can hear Camdenton Lakers coach Jeff Shore for the last time this season this week talking about the season that... was what they're going to do in the offseason and even looking ahead a little bit to next year. You can see that on Lake TV at 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 6 p.m. through Friday. And don't look now, but high school basketball is just around the corner. Eldon's first game is Monday, November 22nd against Lynn. Osage will play Tuesday, November 23rd at Cole Camp for sales Tuesday, November 23rd home against Eugene. And the Camdenton Lakers' first game Tuesday, November 30th against Against Aurora. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Late TV Sports Update for this Wednesday.
3: Who supports Key Radio financially? I do. This is Bill Munhausen speaking on behalf of the Key Ozarks Podcast and Key Gathering Place in Camdenton. When I began podcasting two years ago with a few friends, we wanted a radio show, but it didn't work out. Key Radio gives us an opportunity to share our message, so I am happy to support the Key with a monthly underwriting donation. Key Gathering Place is our community center at Lake of the Ozarks for events and gatherings. The Key Ozarks radio program presents Christian activists seeking the truth of things rather than ideology employing an eclectic mix of biblical thought and political philosophy, much like the founders of the nation did at the last revolution. Please consider supporting the key with your monthly donation.
0: This is your chance to get involved in community radio, Lake of the Ozarks, with 89.3, The Key. 937, welcome back to The Daily Show. Ike Skelton is our guest. We've got Matt Burns in here as well from the BS Nation. Matt and Ike, they've got a uh, program that they do, and uh, we hear it a couple of times a week, I believe on uh, Tuesdays as well as Saturdays. And uh, you can listen to these two uh, gentlemen talk about the various issues that are affecting the area. Since I've got you both in here, any uh, anything that uh, you guys are planning for the future, anything that you are really uh, working on uh, for uh, upcoming shows that give us uh,
8: give us a little taste well we got a story now don't we yeah we're definitely going to be working on that i mean yeah um you know we focus on local issues liberty and freedom as much as we possibly can and i mean my goodness if this isn't as close to that as it gets um, right on. so we're definitely going to be talking about this and and probably some other things going on but uh you know i'm just i i'm at almost at a loss for words i mean we're talking about allegations of very very minor minor things here right and to go this overboard i mean what is going on here this is definitely a show of force to some degree right what what is the real purpose behind that that's what scares me
0: very good let's take a phone call here caller thank you for joining us you are on the daily show what's up good morning guys good morning good
7: morning um i I heard this going on last night, and I think back a few years ago, I was going to get my federal firearms license. And the more that I read into what the freedoms that the federal government had over me as a citizen to get a federal firearms license, I just stopped and back to They could come to your house without a warrant, without notice, check anything they want to check, and it's like a huge overreach by the federal government. And then I heard what was going on yesterday afternoon, and I'm thinking, wow, this is like insanity, and people better lock and load, because well, this is just the starting of what Biden, or our federal government's trying to do to us. Uh, we're kind of, an, you know, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but a realist. This is kind of bad stuff. I, I'm just amazed that... Uh, I mean, I know, I know, I, you're, you're outspoken, and you, but you speak from the heart, and you speak the truth most of the time. But I agree with you, but I, I just don't understand how here we are, middle America, not doing anything, selling a black, a darn black powder rifle, and they, and that's the only excuse they've got mm-hmm. to come in and check things. I, I don't get it, and uh, I, I, I'm hoping that uh, this isn't just the start of something really stupid going on.
4: Well, I I I truly appreciate your kind words, and I do. You guys, I, I appreciate everything you do, and
7: uh, and keep us, you're you're doing your part to try to keep us safe at work. As citizens, we're going to have
0: to step up and help ourselves too. You just hit the nail right on the head, caller. You said it, and you said a mouthful when you said that. That. People need to step up and stop waiting for other people to take them by the hand, and they need to start making, uh, making themselves heard, making, uh, making you know you know their thoughts heard as to what it is that they feel about. So often we allow other people to speak for us, and there's no need for that when we are individuals with a voice. And if we have an axe to grind or if we have uh, an issue to talk about or if it's liberty and freedom that you want to uh, defend, there's absolutely nothing wrong. But I think a lot of people in this day and age are uh, looked at uh, maybe through uh, a different set of uh, binoculars or a different periscope or a different microscope, if you will. And when they speak out, they're they're worried about how that's going to reverberate. Uh, through maybe uh, things that their family does or their job or, uh, you know, the way they're looked at through the community. And people are so, so worried about what other people think that they don't, that they don't take the opportunity. And maybe they've been given the opportunity
4: and they just passed on it, you know? yeah and and you nailed you nailed something right on the head KB. I apologize, I didn't know you were still on the line caller, but thank you so much for your support, and but you know your your thought process when you were going to go through an FFL and you decided that you just didn't want to do it because of the the infringements. but here's the thing: if you want to open up a gun shop and, and sell firearms in America, that's what you have to do, right? Should it be that way that, that That's the fundamental question, my friends. You know, you can you can talk about well, they broke the law, or broke their rules, or whatever you want to say. The problem is, should that even be a law? To my, it, it is not. It's un, this. The founders would have never envisioned something like this—to have to go to your government masters to get permission to sell something in your neighborhood. No, my friends, no. The, and 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 this is uh, this. The, go ahead, that, sir. I haven't
7: seen that line of institution anywhere either.
4: No, no, no.
5: <laughs>
0: well, I agree, guys. Thank you for your phone call, sir. We appreciate it. Good to hear your voice on uh, on Key Radio here this morning. Thank you very much. Nine forty-two is our time, and uh, it's interesting, you know, um, because we get into now this whole discussion over the legalization of, of medical marijuana. <laughs> there you go. And and of course, it's not on the federal level yet, and the feds still look down. Uh, uh, on this they they don't think that you know states should be allowed to have the opportunity well let's take it to the next step now in some states they've legalized recreational marijuana and so now the federal government has started paying a little bit closer attention because they see an opportunity for them to make money there's oh. a money making oh. opportunity here and there has been a discussion as far as the feds are concerned uh, as to whether or not you legalize medical marijuana across the board, and maybe even legalize recreational marijuana across the board. Now, I knew as soon as the state of Missouri legalized medical marijuana that the push for recreational marijuana was soon to follow. Sure. And it is, because they're going to try to get it on the ballot for next year. Sure. And so it, it kind of makes you wonder, you know, firearms. And, and, and what about the sale of, of 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 alcohol? I mean, I know it's... heavily regulated
4: why should it be yeah why should that be why do you have to have permission from the government to grow tobacco to sell yeah because they want a cut of it, my friend. Exactly. And that is exactly where you, you just, that, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> now that they've figured out how they can make some money off the sale of marijuana or what have you, they're going to maybe, oh, well, we'll allow you little plebs to do that because we're getting a cut of what you're doing. And and this, is a, this, uh, this comes back to this fundamental question. You can say whatever you want to about drugs, disagree with them, don't like them. I think it's silly for you to do a lot of this stuff. But if that's what you want to put in your body... Who am I to tell you you can't? And if I can't tell you you can't do it, the federal government can't tell you you can't do PDNP, it. PDNP, my brother. Absolutely, the man. Coming there, that's going to be even
0: worse. Here's, here's the interesting story, that, and, and we talked about it on this program. The guy that was in Missouri, and he was taking uh, some money to a bank in Colorado. It was from a Medical right. marijuana. Yep. And he gets stopped in Kansas. They confiscate the money. Stole. And he's like, well, you know, how am I supposed to get there? Because I, I guess that that has something to do with interstate commerce, and, and, and you're taking drug money from uh, one state that uh, is okay with medical marijuana through another state that's not to get to the bank to deposit this stuff because uh, most banks won't touch this money with a ten foot pole because it's uh, it goes back to the sale of marijuana. Sure. So how are these folks? Uh, are they supposed to put it in a special plane? You
4: know how how do they how do they do all that? You tell me the remedy. I don't know, my friend. I mean, <laughs> make sure you're driving the speed limit exactly and everything's right on your car. Do you, so do you <laughs> have
0: to look on the map and make sure you're driving through states that have 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 uh, have okayed the sale of medical marijuana? And you know you have. Uh, a straight shot, you know, going point, uh, from point A to point B. But, no, I've got to go to point B, point C, point D, point yeah. E, point F to that's, get to
4: my destination. It's like going to L.A. via Omaha.
0: Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, Charlie Daniels <laughs> reference Charlie in there. Charlie Daniels. Right, right, Charlie, yeah. Uh,
4: so, so, again, my, my man, you know, guys, folks <laughs> – again this comes back down to just the very basic fundamentals of liberty mm-hmm. you know in all of this because i'm not seeing any of these dispensaries being raided across the country and they're all violating federal law are they and they're sh- well <laughs> well, if, well no no they're not you're right thank you for the correction my friend because it is unconstitutional to even create that law in my opinion so therefore it is not a law um, but uh,
3: they're they're violating unconstitutional law well, yeah, right, there you go. You're violating an unconstitutional law
4: that isn't a law, so yes, you're right. So
3: Ladies and gentlemen, th- he'll be here all week. Don't
0: forget to try the veal and be good to your, your, your bartenders and servers. Yeah, tip them well. So yeah.
4: But this is, this is where we've got to come down to. And, and, and think of yourselves, you know. What restrictions are you allowing your government to put on your fellow man to your neighbor? If you, and, and this is a standard that, that uh, if, if someone is trying to rob or murder your neighbor – you not only have, I believe, the duty, but you certainly have the authority to help them, and to stop that person from doing that harm to that to your neighbor. However, if that neighbor goes out and does something that you disagree with, or the government would disagree with, uh, says maybe they're they're smoking a joint on their front yard. I don't know. <laughs> do you have the authority to go over there and take that out of their hands? No, you don't, mm. because the only person they're hurting is themselves. So or do, whatever. So if you don't have the authority to intervene in something that your neighbor's doing, neither does your government, because we are supposed to be that government. Let's stop allowing ourselves to be channeled and put into cages and into these fences. The the, the Commerce Clause has been so perverted, so perverted over time. And uh, this this is what brings it. To, and again, if you know anything about if just think about liberty and what you want to be able to do is freedom. Do you believe that our founders gave us a document that would allow the government to do what they're doing? And I tell you, folks, they would not. They would disagree with 90 percent, I believe, of what's going on in the federal government today.
0: If I, uh, if I could just read something here real quick. Um, this is from the Epic Times. It says, dear reader. The prosperity that America and its citizens have experienced is directly rooted in the freedom we enjoy. Our great nation was founded on the principle that all human beings are created equal and that individual liberty is of the highest priority and importance. We believe that everyone has the right to pursue their own happiness so long as it does not infringe on the rights of others. America's founders understood the importance of these freedoms when they formed our great nation perhaps because of the great prosperity we have enjoyed for decades, some people are forgetting just how important these freedoms are and we are allowing those freedoms to be slowly eroded. We see it every day in the form of censorship by big tech. We see it in biased, politically motivated media that is becoming increasingly similar to China's government controlled media. We've already made a reference to China's government-controlled media (laughs) with the story that Bill looked up, Mm -hmm. and we see it in our schools and colleges. We cannot stay wayside as the evil tyranny of communism encroaches on us. You can join and be part of the solution. And that's, I think, what what we're asking people to do. You you make the decision on your own. You decide what it is you want to do, what you feel is important. Um, You know, people are going to have different priorities of importance and uh, the the level of importance of you know family and faith and then freedom one of the programs that we air here on uh, on Key Radio but do you want to stand up do you want to take an active role in being a part of the solution or do you just want to sit there and get steamrolled by your government
4: right and and if you if you have a little problem with uh, all of this stuff because you know the law and things can be very complicated when you get right down to it uh, however. If you if you wanted some more information on the true nature of this and you back me up on this find a copy of Frederick Bastiat's the law yeah read that it's short it's not that big a deal but maybe 60 75 pages let's I don't pull know. it out again and uh, we'll have it, to do that and we'll have to uh, discuss it maybe next time you're here. yeah sounds perfect sounds perfect so yeah. but if you get the chance go on the internet and find you a copy of Frederick Bastiat's the law and read it. It, 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 it's very simple and fundamental and it gets down to just basic liberties and the law was never created to restrict us or anybody to do these various things because it's arbitrary it's okay for you to go out and get totally smashed at a bar or in your house through alcohol but a person can't smoke a joint that's arbitrary you can go out and drive as fast as you want to, and then you get pulled over. But that's arbitrary. These laws, they're all arbitrary as to what we're doing to ourselves. And we—and that's what we've done. We've, we've allowed these individuals in office to do these things. And uh, this is the time we've got to now turn back all of those things and just say no more and to undo a lot of what has been done to us.
3: Yeah, I think we're, we're kind of in a constitutional issue here. And the founders recognized that the states or local government was better equipped to, to um, create justice or to promote justice. The federal government was too far away. They were like, kind of like King George in England. They were, they were a distant organization. So our local government knows that Jim um, Skelton isn't a criminal. He isn't a lawbreaker or uh, an illegal arms dealer. They know him by reputation because he's been part of our community. The feds, they don't know Jim Skelton from anybody. They, They just know him as an investigative object. And that's the problem with allowing the feds to take over what should be a state's or local authority.
4: That is an incredibly good point, Bill, and I'll yes, tell you, that, that's, that's awesome. That is an incredibly awesome point, and it comes down to, you know, you can talk about other things the federal government aren't doing. I know we don't have much time left this off subject, but uh, it, it isn't because it's all about freedom and liberty. Uh, should the federal government run TANF? Should they run food stamps? Should they run all of these different social programs? No. It should be the local community because you at the local community know who's advantage you know taking advantage of whatever system there is and you can tell somebody you know what my friend uh, you know i see you doing no we're not going to help you anymore you gotta have to get up and do it yourself and the federal government you're right they don't know who those people are they just have a a blanket program that they put out there and they have some folks to administer it and uh, it just goes out there and we spend trillion, you know, billions of dollars on this stuff but that, it should all be local you're 100 percent correct bill awesome awesome point
0: that's why we have these uh, commercials that you hear about, uh, do you owe the IRS over $10,000? <laughs> well, call us, and we'll help you. Because, <laughs> yeah. see, the IRS comes down on you like a house of bricks, sure. and I know that from personal experience. And you, 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 you think that uh, you know having this massive organization to make sure everybody that's eligible... Uh, pays their taxes is is the way to handle things. You know, I think you could almost reduce that down to the state level as well, and then you could sell tell as as you like to say tell the federal government <laughs> to go pound, pound sand, sand right. and, and 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 keep the tax dollars right here in the state where we need them the most.
4: I could argue, and I believe easily illustrate <clears throat> how even the Sixteenth Amendment. Is, is, a, is an unconstitutional <laughs> amendment, because one thing the Constitution says is that all taxes have to be even and equal across the board, don't they? Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, the, the income tax is one of the most uneven, unequal things that they could have possibly ever invented. So the way I look at it, all of that is unconstitutional. Stop saying okay, okay. And stop sitting back.
0: Because it's so easy to say, oh, tax the rich. Tax the rich. They've (laughs) got all the money. I don't have anything. Uh, You know, tax the rich. If if you're looking to. And and, and so then they tax these people and they tax, you know, the people again that are eligible. I don't know what the percentage rate is anymore of how many people in this country actually pay taxes, but (laughs) they tax us and then they turn around and take our money and use it for these, uh, uh, these worthless programs on turtle crossings or, or, yes. or whatever you want to call it. Yes. I mean, everybody would look at uh, just about anything if you had to sit down and examine where all these tax dollars are going and say, this is ludicrous. And, but, but you know we're, we're sitting here You're letting really? it
4: happen. That's right. And, and that is another arbitrary tool that the federal government uses to pit us all against each other. It's a class warfare thing they use with the income tax.
0: I think that uh, maybe we've covered a little ground here this morning, and hopefully we've stirred up some folks. We've got uh, about five minutes left in the program if you'd like to call in and get your final thoughts in for Ike, 573-633-5395, but uh, m- maybe we've, you know, if, uh, of, of the uh, hundreds of people that we've had listening this morning, uh, maybe we've stirred, uh, you know, one person, two people, three people, just to, to, to kind of get them to... You know, look at yourself in the mirror and and, and say, you know, what contribution can I make? What can I do to help the cause? You know, if you feel like that's what you want to do, great. If not, well, then, you know, go about your business and do what you want to do. But don't be surprised when they come banging on your door for one reason or another. It may not be because of uh, uh, firearms sales. It may not be because of uh, your taxes. It might be for something completely and totally different. But when they come in, they're coming with a purpose, and they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. Unless people take the opportunity to uh, to actually put up uh, some sort of a fight, and I'm not saying that you have to fight, you know, with your fists or with <laughs> with a it's gun. Closer, getting closer. It's but, getting closer. Uh, uh, okay, let's uh, take an opportunity here to uh, jump in and take another call, caller. Thank you for joining us here on the Daily Show. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, I was calling
5: because you guys are speaking my language. I have been studying things like with Chris Hall and other individuals, and I think it boils down to us standing in our status. We have to remember what that status is. We are under our Creator, under God. The government is under us. And I would wholeheartedly agree that even taxes probably aren't that, aren't that lawful. And we need to re-examine all of these things. We need to hold our local, easier to do it, I suppose, on the local level first, um, hold these people to the fire. Where are they spending all of our money? You know, and do we even have to pay these things? Do we even have to have a driver's license? I mean, there's all these things that we have just been doing because we've been taught it from our family and they have been taught it from their family. And these things, the rules, been pulled over our eyes for so long, we just do it without thinking. And we think that they have all this authority over us, and they do not.
4: Amen. Absolutely, 100% correct. Thank you so much for calling in.
0: Appreciate your time. Thank you very much. You bet. And uh, I guess there's somebody right there that uh, is taking an opportunity uh, to do something, uh, I would imagine, in their community. And I don't know if that person lives here at the Lake of the Ozarks or not, but wherever you live, uh, we certainly appreciate uh, uh, hearing your words here this morning. Uh, 9.57 is our time. Again, the, the key to all of this, is you know you can do whatever you want to do. You can uh, do something about it. You can make a stand, or you can uh, just stand there and take it. Doesn't really uh, make any difference. Which you, uh, you know, I guess it does. Does it? And, and there's the question I think we need to ask: Does it make a difference to someone? Um, about, you know, people are complaining about uh, what they're paying at the grocery store for groceries these days. Ah. Uh, we're watching gas prices going through the roof. Uh, there's talk that the government might consider shutting down another pipeline. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and, and we are able to be completely and totally self-reliant when it comes to energy. Mm-hmm. But yet, we're, we're why are we doing these things? And, and then they talk about the fact, well, all of these people that are working at these, uh, like uh, the Keystone pipeline, when they shut that down... All of those people would get good-paying jobs doing you know, <coughs> alternative energy-type uh, situations. Do we know that for certain? Well, that was thrown out there, but has there been any follow-up to exactly what's going on? We're being told now in certain circles that if you don't get a vaccine, you may not have a job. We're now also approaching this from the opportunity of, hey, folks, guess what? We've created a, a vaccine for kids, but... Parents are, uh, and I saw this interview with Matthew McConaughey, he and his wife are both vaccinated because they've got a person, (coughs) uh, I guess his 90-year-old mother, that lives with them or that they see frequently, but he's not going to vaccinate his kids because he doesn't understand enough about the vaccine itself to put it into a young child, because he he feels as though there wasn't enough testing.
4: Good for him. There hasn't been any testing. Yeah. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Before we, I don't know we're about done here, but I just wanted to begin Just thank everybody so much for the support um, and the detractors. You know, let's talk about things because something's got to be changed here. Uh, But uh, this isn't going to end. We're going to uh, uh, go forward here. Um, We're going to use this as a springboard to uh, start fighting harder for our liberties and our freedoms. And a silly session is about to start in uh, Jefferson City in January, and uh, I think we need to start uh, crafting some legislation uh, that will help ensure that what happened to my brother and my family yesterday will never happen in the state of Missouri again.